In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Depending what side of the pond you're on, welcome to Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsink. And not with me today is Richard Felix. It seems that he's on his way to Austria, uh, which is some country in Europe, I'm not sure. It's probably haunted. <laughs> And all, but, but with me, as you can hear that little chuckling in the background, is a very, very good friend of mine. Can I say that? Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> Don't say it with so much enthusiasm. <laughs> a friend of mine, a associate of mine, <laughs> Laura Lista. Hey, Ron. <laughs> hey. Now, um, for those who don't know Laura, Laura is a uh, professional photographer, um, I met her in a Reiki class, believe it or not, where, you know, that was one of those things that I thought Reiki was a bunch of crap until I actually investigated it, and I thought it was okay. But anyways, and since then, we have been uh, working on and off together, and she is a great photographer. She has her own radio show on uh, Bog Talk Radio, which is Walking, Walking the Path. The path. Mm-hmm. Ah, I remember yeah. what you do with Dawn. Don Jones. Don Jones, who is what a medium? Uh yeah, she she probably wouldn't say that, but she is. <laughs> well, you wouldn't say it, but she is. Okay. Yeah, yeah she wouldn't but, say it, but she is. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, you know, since I first met you, you have really gone down the uh, metaphysical road. Yeah. Yeah, to to say, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> But uh, I mean, really, it, it's um, it, it's it's quite interesting. I, I think that when you deal with the paranormal or the spiritual, depending how you look at it, and, and in some instances they are the same, um, you just can't help but get. Uh, I don't know if it's the word. I don't know, get religion, but <laughs> you definitely <laughs> have an awakening. I like that awakening. I like that. Right. Yeah, so, you really can't go back, you know. <laughs> right, but don't you, your, your senses and everything seem to uh, become more alive. Mm-hmm. Well, and, yeah, you become more aware of what's out there, you know. Right. Spiritually and energetically, yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, it's almost a thirst or, or a craving where, or a, 
Um, you want to know more. You want to, you just, I don't know how to say it really. It's almost, I don't want to say addiction, but kind of in a way it is. If you <laughs> it look can at the be. <laughs> yeah, it can be. Yeah, when people are on this path, it's it's interesting. I think everybody goes through it at some point or another when they they have, everybody has an experience or maybe not everybody, but a lot of people have a a moment or an experience in their life and and, uh, then they have to start reading everything they possibly get their hands on and taking every class they can can take. And I think a lot of people um, can relate to that. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, so, um, I mean, I did too. It's like, I, I still do. I still have. I, I'm always reading something <laughs> on this, and and, um, and taking courses and so forth, okay. right? Oh yeah, definitely. And it's yeah. it's really easy to get caught up in that too. But but well, I think that's what it is. It's it's you know, in order to grow at anything, you have to keep going forward. You just can't stay at the status quo. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And always something uh, new to learn. Right. There's always always something to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the interesting thing about it is that uh, you are also involved with the Circles of Wisdom in Andover, which is a, for those who don't know, is a, is a great metaphysical, metaphysical bookstore, my favorite actually. And uh, you work there, and you also do classes there as well. Yeah, we have classes at the store, and um, uh, let's see, like we also have meditation groups and development circles and things like that. So if anybody's looking to um, to open up uh, psychically, they, there's a couple of groups there. Um, mm-hmm. Jerry Lynch or Jerry Lynch D. Simone um, does uh, an evening seven o'clock Monday night circle. Um, people of all levels can come together and open up psychically and meditate. And she also oh, does things, that would be a good yeah. thing for me, right? I think so. I think you'd be great at that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you would. And she also does one on um, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. So if anybody's interested, it's always open for any level. So I, I think she's a babe too, isn't she? She's a very lovely woman. She's the sweetest person. Great sense of humor too. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> but uh, and you, you and my good friend Elizabeth Foley. Now, Elizabeth, for those who don't know Elizabeth Foley, she is a angel expert, and I think uh, I like to call her America's uh, favorite angel expert. Oh, my little angel ninja. <laughs> what kind of mood I'm in. <laughs> but uh, you and her are actually doing this. Uh, is it a course, would you say? Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's it's a sort of a psychic boot camp. Actually, we call it the psychic boot camp for kids and teens. Um, if you, people can take all five classes. It goes, it goes over five weeks, starting um, July 13th uh-huh. um, in Nashua, New Hampshire. And... Um, People can either take the whole course or they can take each individual class if they like. And this is for for children. For for kids and teens, yeah. From like oh, ten, that, what's the ten to ten uh, to know, seventeen, probably. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't see a difference. You know, they're all kids to me. <laughs> when you get to be my age, you know, anybody under twenty is a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> So, I mean, how did you get involved in this? I mean, this is an interesting project because um, Maureen and I have always talked about this, and, and we all believe that, that children are more open to uh, seeing spirits than uh, adults, and we believe that uh, a, lot of, a lot of why they stop doing it is because they're almost brainwashed by parents and society in, in general. 
So, I mean, it's a great idea, but, I mean, how and why did you get involved in this? Um, well, it, it sort of came up, and um, I know she, she has done class with the kids before, and um, we decided to just do this together. And I've, I've had, you know, experience with my own kids. Um, I come up with, you know, little exercises for them and, and uh, to get them to, to continue to tune into their own abilities. Um, I, everybody has them, but they do lose them over time, which is unfortunate because it's not so much that we can, you know, talk to spirits and things like that, but it, it, it's uh, our own intuition that comes, um, comes in handy for our lifetime, you know, in work, in school, whatever, um, in just in daily life. Uh, if we can learn to everybody to tune into their intuition, it's, uh, can, you can um, avoid a lot of problems. <laughs> It's a valuable tool, a tool. Right. and yeah. you know, I mean, it goes back to when you, when you know, the the basic, or the the primal instinct of trusting your gut, your gut right. feeling, because ninety nine percent of times it's right. And and right. what I, what is that gut feeling? Is is it an ability that we have a psychic ability? Uh, perhaps it is. Well, every, yeah, everybody does. It's a God given right. Everybody's got it. Um, but like you said. You know the the way we are, and especially in in this country, and not to you know, it's just that we're so, um, you know, we, we're always going for the 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 things that we can see. We you know everything is we kind of a lot of people discount what we can't see and feelings. Feelings are often discounted, um, but they're so important because that I mean, if we can all learn to trust our own um, inner compass, then we won't have to look to other people for validation or um, insight when we can just trust our own. And it's, I think it's so important for kids to learn that and to hold on to that before they lose it completely. Um, you know, going off into the, you know, the, into school. A lot of times around school age kids, they start to lose it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like my own son, he used to talk about seeing people in his, in his room at night coming to see him and, you know, grandfathers and and, uh, you know, by the time he started going to school, he stopped talking about that. And he used to talk about, you know, um, that, you know, I saw this last night and the same scene happened the next day. Things that used to happen to me when I was a kid. Um, so he had, he had premonition dreams, is that what you said? Exactly. He used to have visions at night that you know, certain things would happen the next day. Um, you know, and he was just, he was totally in tune. He would just spit things out. And, like, how did he know to say that? You know, it was just amazing um, when he was younger. And you know, you start in, when uh, kids get into school, they start to learn to um, to censor themselves and not to trust their feelings and what they're getting um, through their intuition. And uh, it just it, so what we're trying to do is is to get kids to re, you know to remain tuned in with their intuition, to trust that inner compass. So it, it would be a great guide for them as they grow up. I think it's really important. I do too. I mean, it, it, it you know it's. But, I mean, do you think, let me, uh, you know, because I'm thinking of this uh, dealing with spirits, not only just your, your psychic ability, but, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, one, they kind of go almost hand in hand because you're certainly going to be open to spirits as well, correct? Oh, sure. Yeah. So, that's I mean, not the, the main reason to do it, though. It's, right. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. But isn't that, uh, uh, there are some inherent dangers there because not all spirits are uh, what you call good guys. 
True, so but, I mean, I, are you yeah. are you just you're not just giving them say okay you you're going to be talking to ghost uh, spirits no. and 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 you know you know whatever is that that's fine or whatever but I, I assume that you you do you know talk about the dangers as well. Um, I I don't think we'll really get into that because I I think if you really? focus on yeah I think if you focus on the lighter on the lighter side the brighter side of mm-hmm. spirituality that's what you're going to attract. I really believe that. I don't. I think if, if someone is is always, um, you know, have the, has the right intentions. And I, I believe most kids do. And, you know, I think they're just, by definition, because they're children, they're going to attract lighter things, I believe. But that's my own personal. No, I mean, we really don't know the actually until we go over there. I said that the other day. <laughs> <laughs> On a two-hour radio show that I did. What? <laughs> You'll love this. I actually, uh, you know, some people consider me a light worker, which is like blows my mind. But uh, well, who, who would uh, say that? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know that's what I said. But, you know, I, I, I was actually on this show called Native Wisdom, if you can believe that. Uh-huh. So I mean, that was kind of different. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, really, I mean, I do a lot of. You know what I do, but the, yeah. it, I'm more involved in the ghost and the written. That's yeah, what I kind yeah, of concentrate on. Yeah, I'm trying to get on the darker side a lot. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah. Yeah. But, but <laughs> it is, I mean, it is associated with the, the spiritual end. I mean, it is spirituality. So, uh, yeah, I guess in a instance, I am a light worker. They <laughs> 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 so say that yeah. so nicely. But you know what's really interesting? Uh, just prior to going on the show, I went back to my old stomping ground, the WCCM studio in Lawrence, mm-hmm. and that's where I started in radio. And um, I was on a show there for just about 20 minutes, but I wanted to come in and see the guys and everything. But as I, that place is haunted. It is definitely a spirit there, and you can feel it. And, you know, they know it too. We talked a little bit about the, the on the air, but, I mean, you know, 10 years ago or 12 years ago, I wouldn't even known just by feeling, I guess, that, that there was a spirit mm-hmm. there. But mm-hmm. but working so long in the field, I think you develop this uh, talent, openness. Whatever. I hate to call it a talent because I don't believe I'm talented in the, the uh, spiritual world. But um, you, you definitely can develop these feelings where you can sense uh, spirits, the existence of them in an area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, through experience, you start to, you know, the difference between how something, a place feels, right. whether it's uh, clear or not. So, yeah, it makes sense. And, and, you know, I did this this radio show, uh, I think it was a Sunday, it was called The Fearless Ghost Hunter, and uh, we were talking about uh, experts in the paranormal, and... You know, I, I never consider myself an expert because, I mean, I look at, you know, people like Dr. Karen O'Keefe, who's spent, you know, has got a degree, uh, mm-hmm. a doctorate in parapsychology, and, and Lloyd Arbach, and, and those people who definitely are experts, uh, you know, compared to them, uh, you know, I'm an amateur. Uh, but one of the callers called in and said, well, I think you, you really not right with that because you are an expert in a degree. And then I said, well, mm-hmm. I guess in a way I'll have to correct that because, yes, because I have, have so much experience in it, I have become knowledgeable in it. 
Yes. So I think that's you know the, the knowledge is there, but mm-hmm. uh, I guess it's it's more semantics than anything. So it's like anything else. The more you work with something, and, and uh, like you in the paranormal, uh, you in the spiritual end, uh, the better you get, the the stronger you get, the more experiences you draw on, and mm-hmm. the, you know you you draw your own conclusions basically. Yeah. True, and and I think because you're you're working in in this field too, you sort of become a beacon for the ghosts too, right? A beacon, <laughs> <laughs> don't you? I mean, I think you do. So, uh. are you saying I might track them? I, I think you do, because I, I think once you open up communication in any form to the other side, I think um, they can see that energetically, and they they're attracted to you like a lighthouse. <laughs> you know what? No, actually, you know what? That is, a, it is a very good. Uh, analogy because going up uh, and we contact a spirit or, or make communication with a spirit uh, or find out about a spirit that's in a location. We find out it has nothing to do with the location or any people involved. Sometimes they, they just come in because they notice some activity going on. I call them street ghosts myself. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, they just, they like you say, there's like a, a moth to flame or a, or a lighthouse. They they know that people are trying to communicate with the other side, and they come in and they want to be heard. So mm-hmm. I think you do run into those type of uh, ghosts or spirits. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I've been I've sat in mediumship circles where um, people have shown up that have nothing to do with the people in the room whatsoever. <laughs> mm-hmm. They just know they were they were coming by probably and realize all this. Um, people were open to communicating to the other side, and they just come by to say hello because they can be heard. So it, ha- right. it has happened. Yeah, in fact, mm-hmm. uh, I know that you know a lot of the the, the, the uh, bigger names in the uh, mediumship field, like uh, John Holland and um, what's her name there? Well, whatever. You know a bunch of them. But even they say that when they do their galleries and stuff, mm-hmm. the, it's, it's like pandemonium at times with all the spirits. So it's just kind of like, you know, you know, kind of like, take me, take me, you know? <laughs> yeah, the, the louder ones get heard first a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, they, they end up lining up behind them, basically, and they just, um, yeah. So they'll catch him, like, John John is very uh, well-known for getting, he'll be in the men's room beforehand, and, and the ghosts will come in there. I don't want to say ghosts. The spirits, people on the other side will find them in there because <laughs> they want to be first in line. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So That's not a good thing, by the way. <laughs> I mean, if I want to be in the men's room, I want to be by myself. Thank oh, yeah. you very much. <laughs> well, how do you know that you're by yourself? <laughs> it's easily you block them out. <laughs> yeah, so it's it, yeah, it's funny. They, they know they know when when people are going to be open, and they tend to they can show up hours and days ahead of time. So yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's so much we don't know about the other side. That's it's so fascinating. Yeah. That's why the subject is is, is absolutely. Intriguing. The more you do it, the more you want to know. Absolutely. I, I always, you know, I say the more I learn, the less I know. I mean, it, it just, you know, I might just want to think, I think I've got everything kind of figured, well, not everything, but some things figured out, and then mm-hmm. something else will come along and completely change that. So, right. Um, I'll never claim to be an expert on anything because <laughs> I'm always learning, and there's always something new to learn and some new experience to come along. So. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's that, that's the thing is, is that... Um, we're always growing. So, I mean, and people who don't think that they should grow or think they have, like you said, all figured out, then those are the ones that are really aren't the, the good learners. I mean, those are the ones that, that have 
uh, life lessons to learn. Uh, you know, it, it, there's always something new to learn in the paranormal, yeah. and mm-hmm. and it, it's not that easy to figure out. No, it's not because we don't have a reference book to go back to, or you know, the only people who really know what it's like on the other side are have passed. <laughs> we can't communicate. We can communicate with them to a certain extent, but I don't think that they can really truly let us know how it is. Mm-hmm. You know. So. Now, you know, uh, you said the word ghost before, and you said you corrected yourself. Why is there such a big stigma between ghost and spirit? I, I don't get it. Um, I don't know. I mean, sometimes people think ghosts, I mean, uh, they might just be like um, recording, like uh, Richard Felix's uh, theory on ghosts is just being a recording. So, um, I don't know, people have all these different different definitions of that. It's, that's always. I mean, Maureen. Maureen, we wrote Ghost Chronicles, and uh, she absolutely hates the word ghost. And you know, it was difficult. Ghost stories, which was Ghost Today. I mean, she absolutely hated to use the word ghost. But mm-hmm. to me, it's it doesn't. I use them inter, interchangeably. Uh, to me, mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of like. I, I think it's more the intent. Whereas, mm-hmm. is somebody who doesn't like the word ghost has got it neatly categorized that that it is something you know like a lot of people think they'll use the word ghost as a spirit that has uh, uh, been grounded and can't go anywhere versus mm-hmm. a spirit which can travel back and forth from the the different realms or wherever they are. Yeah. So, but it, yeah, I think it's all semantics. But uh, yeah, a lot of people do not like the word ghost for some reason. Yeah, it just like automatically you think haunting and. You know, yeah. yeah. What is a haunting? It's a, it's a right. it's a place where a ghost dwells or or uh, hangs out, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, but, is is every haunting a evil uh, possession? No, no, well, not at all. That's the thing. I mean, it, it, it's you know, it, it's kind of gotten. I kind of think Hollywood when I hear hauntings and ghosts and all that stuff. I just think, you know, the Hollywood side of it where they kind of make it all dramatic and dark, and I don't think it has to be that way. So that's just my take on it. I, I agree with you. I don't mm-hmm. think it I don't think it does at all. But anyways, mm-hmm. uh, let's see what we got coming up here. All right, well, good. I had to check, double-check the time. I'm trying to do, like, three things at once here. But anyways, um, you also have, you, you know, I was mentioning a radio show. You do a radio show, now, Walking the Path. Now, Walking the Path is, what is, first of all, what is the purpose of the show? And... Uh, I can't hear Ron. I can hear you, Eric. Okay, evidently uh, we have a communication problem here. Yeah. I can uh, hear Eric, but I couldn't hear you. Oh, I'm back? Yeah, you're back. Hmm. You know what? I swear it's paranormal. Honestly, <laughs> I, I can't figure this out. I never have any problems until I do the show, and then all of a sudden my headset cuts out or whatever. 
Uh, but I am back. I'm back. <laughs> so if I, if I don't respond to you, it's because I can't hear you, Ron. <laughs> I, I would like to know that. Yeah, that would be a good thing to know. But anyways, mm-hmm. I, I asked you about, you know, why why walking the path? Why, first of all, why you chose the name? And, and what is the purpose of the show? Um, well, you know, Don and I both, um, we met uh, a few years ago, and, and we were both you know, trying to sort out what we had certain ex- you know, experiences, either one, each one of us separate experiences. And, and um you know, we were all trying to figure out where it's where, why, where, not how, and everything. So, um, and we all believe like whatever experience you have, I have, anybody else has. Um, no matter what it is, we're always we're all on the path to the same thing, which is you know a spiritual path. No matter what you're doing, where you're going, it's all it's all coming from different directions, but it's all heading to the same place. So we just call it walking the path. Um, so it's uh, not to say that any one path is better than the other. It's just everybody's doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So I, I believe. I believe. So, um, so, uh, so Don and I, we just like to bring guests on that uh, sort of people would be interested in to hear other ideas, spirit communication, um, learn to trust your intuition, um, you know, alternative um, health mm-hmm. subjects and things like that. So, like for example, yesterday we had um, a doctor on, Dr. Alan Botkin, who had um, discovered um, a way to induce after-death communication with his patients, and with remarkable healing results. What? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, quite an amazing guy. Um, so, what he 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 was working in a veterans hospital, and he he's a um, psychotherapist, and he would be working with his patients and. He was doing an, uh, a therapy, um, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of it, it's four letters. Um, it's working with, um, there's a connection between the eye movement, like you know when we go to sleep we have REM, right. rapid eye movement. Well that's all connected to our brain obviously. So, um, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a reason why our eyes are moving back and forth, it triggers something in our brain. So he was working with, um, with, uh, uh, yeah, veterans and working with this this um, particular type of uh, therapy with eye movements. And he tried something a little different, and he realized that one of his patients had this unusual experience. And he just, at first he wanted to um, sort of brush it off as a hallucination, but then it kept happening. And every time he did this particular eye movement, this kept happening. And what he was finding was people were actually having... Um, after death communication with people who had passed in, in their life, and um, and with amazing healing results, they they changed within one session their whole demeanor. People who were depressed, um, grief stricken for years, decades even, um, were on the, uh, a better. Uh, they were better within the one session. That something happened. That connection between um, them and someone who had passed, someone who they might have had an issue with, or. Um, who were grieving over, um, gone. They were better. It, it, they, they stayed better, too. It wasn't something that just disappeared the next day. And so he started doing more um, investigation into it, and he actually taught, started teaching. He's still teaching it um, to other people in, in his field to, um, to do this therapy with amazing results. So, yes, induced after-death communication is possible. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, check I, out his I, website. Here's a website if anybody wants to check it out. Yeah, um, you put it up. 
Should I put it? Should I put it? No, up? go ahead. No, go ahead. What okay, is it? Uh, let's see. There's a couple of different websites. Let me look it up for you, and I'll let you know. All right, you can tell um, us after the break because we're coming sure. on to it in about thirty seconds. Excellent. And uh, you can do that at that time. We'll come back. Uh, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles International with Ron Kolick, and my best special guest is Laura Worcester, and we're talking about uh, spirit communication healing right now. Can you believe that? I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we'll be right back after the following messages on TojiNet, Parax, Ghost Channel, and beyond. You're in a minute. Welcome to TojiNet. Radio with a cutting edge. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly kooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parax family. They're strange, deranged. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous as we give the awards to the Parrax family. Hi, this is Cece the Huntress, and I'm going to be the guest speaker for New England Ghost Project with their events, Food and Spirits, held at the Wyndham Restaurant in Wyndham, New Hampshire, June 21st. 7 o'clock. You must purchase your ticket online at www.neghostproject.com Hey, I'll see you there. We are back. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolix. Richard is in Austria or on his way or something. <laughs> and uh, my very special guest is Laura Worcester. Laura, do you have that guy's website? Yeah, he's got a couple of websites. Um, they're actually working on a documentary with him. Um, it's called HealingAfterTheWar.org. And, okay. Yep, and the other one I will find out for you in one second. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways, he does uh, spiritual communication uh, yeah. with healing. Yeah, and his, his website is www.induced dash adc.com okay thank you now on your radio show i just want to add this quick thing would you have guests on that you that you might not uh agree with or uh believe in their things for instance say you didn't believe in reincarnation would you have a guest on that about reincarnation um, we'd consider it. We've had you on, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. I'm kidding with you. Yeah, um, yeah, we, I think we would. I, I don't think we, um, we, we'll just, we'll be, right now we're bringing on people who pique our interest and, and something that uh-huh. we think would be helpful to our guests um, at this point, but I don't think we'd be completely closed-minded to having somebody on we don't necessarily believe in, but. I, you know, I think I think that's important that you should consider that because even though, uh, you know, if you don't at least be open-minded enough to explore the subject, then there may be some validity there. You might not agree with everything the guest says, but uh, mm-hmm. there might be some nice little 
Tibbetts the other to grab. Oh, I agree. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I do want to mention this thing. Uh, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles International on TojiNet, uh, Parallax, Ghost Channel, and beyond. Uh, if anybody wants to call in, by the way, the number is 877-864-4869. That's 877-864-4869. And you can join us live in the TojiNet or the Parallax chat room. But uh, tonight at, uh, what time is it, 6.30, there is a 80-minute narrated cruise Marinated, well, narrated, <laughs> cruise leaving from Kittery, uh, and it's, I believe, uh, $18, and it's the money goes to the Friends of Portsmouth Lighthouse. And this weekend, we are doing uh, a series of ghost hunt tours at the Lighthouse uh, on Saturday. Uh, if you go to the Any Ghost Project website, you can actually uh, go from there and, and connect to it. And the, all the money goes to the preservation of the Lighthouse and I believe some of the hours on that uh, are uh, sold out, but uh, there are still some available. And next Tuesday, I believe the 15th, if that is Tuesday, uh, is my paranormal study group, and we will be having a uh, discussion on orbs, and uh, my special guest speaker will be Josh Mantel of the Berkshire Paranormal, who is actually... I developed a rating system for orbs, so that should be interesting as well. And then on the 21st, we have uh, Dining with the Dead at the Wyndham Restaurant. Uh, Special guest will be C.C. Carroll, who is talking about ghosts of the Merrimack Valley, since we are in the Merrimack Valley. So, any events you have coming up, please? Me? Yeah, you. (laughs) Um, Events, let me see. Well, I have the, uh, the kids... Second boot camp for kids. When's that start? That starts July. I get the date right. It's July thirteenth. It runs for five weeks, and you can um, you can sign up. So if anybody has kids that would like to go, they can go to divinehealing.us and sign up through there. Okay. And let's see what else we got going here. Um, see, I'll be doing readings at Circles of Wisdom on the seventeenth. Really? Uh, yeah. What kind of readings? Uh, intuitive reading. Uh, what using the cards? Using your uh, little, head? Little using what? Yeah, little 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 bit of cards, a little bit of you know, whatever comes up. Is this a one-on-one session? Yeah. And so, if they wanted to sign up, they could uh, go to the circlesofwisdom.com website, or they can call nine seven eight four seven four eighty ten. That's nine seven eight four seven four eighty ten. You got the number. That's awesome. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, so Laura, I mean, as I said, I, I met you in a uh, Reiki class at Elizabeth's. Actually, we we both mm-hmm. took it from Elizabeth. And so, what made you go to that class originally to to Reiki? Um, well, it was funny because I, I I often thought about taking a Reiki class um, for about a year before that, and I just never felt like the right time. And then one time I said, you know, I gotta go to this class, and I went, <laughs> and then uh, that was interesting. So, yeah, I don't know, I just I do things like that sometimes, but yeah. And um, I remember we were sitting um, a couple of seats over from each other, and like, oh, you do ghost hunting? I do ghost hunting. <laughs> it was really funny. And, and you said, well, what else do you do? I'm a photographer. Oh, we need a photographer. It was just funny how that worked out. <laughs> right. And you got an Arganowski bumper sticker on your car, and I did too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, had, we had matching bumper stickers. 
<laughs> yeah, that, it, it, yeah. It, it was. The, yeah, it's funny how that works out. You know, I, I think that things really do happen for a reason. I think so. Uh, and we don't know it at the time. A lot of times we don't. But just because we don't, uh, it doesn't mean it didn't. Because uh, even if it's only a fleeting moment, whoever's lives you touched at that time was supposed to happen. I believe. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't. I don't think there's any coincidences at all. No accident. No, but we still have free choice. That's true. That's a yes, whole no. other. That's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, actually, we have a uh, question from the Tojinet chat room, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we went by that a little bit, but it says, "Has Laura ever seen a ghost, or should we say spirit?" <laughs> oh dear. Um, that was from Gail. Oh hi, Gail. Um, let's see. Uh, I th- I think I have. Uh-huh. I think I have. Um, when I was a kid, I used to see some strange stuff in my room at night. Um, Cut. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not touching that. <laughs> oh, dear. I used to hear, like, conversations of people who weren't there and stuff. So I'm, I know that's not seeing a ghost, but um, let's see. I have seen, like, like half apparitions, I think. I, I can't say for sure if it was Which half? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see, like, uh, just for example, I had a strange experience where, um, I was sitting outside of a room where a medium was doing, uh, messages for a group of eight people. Uh-huh. And, and, uh, it was quite a strange day too, because it was a really big storm that came through during the, the, um, circle that he was sitting in. Um, it was, uh, it was, it was a wild, wild storm. I gotta tell you, it was really strange. So everything was kind of electrified anyways. Mm-hmm. But um, I think there is something to those movies with the spooky, <laughs> <laughs> the, op- the opening scene with the thunderstorm and everything. I really right, right. see that. But um, I remember I was just sitting there reading a book, and I happened to look up at the door to the room where they were doing these readings, and um, I saw something. I don't know what it was. It wasn't. I didn't actually see a whole person, but I saw something. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, and I started uh, getting, um, I started hearing in my head different information about things, and um, I'm not going to get into details because it was a private thing, I think, that was going on, mm-hmm. but come to find out, I talked to a person who was sitting in that circle, and there was a person with that information in that circle, so I'm thinking it was somebody kind of lining up at the door to go in. I really do. <laughs> it was really cool. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've, seen, I've, I've felt things for sure. I mean, I had that really strange experience at the Worthen. You know, it's funny you were mentioning that because I was just thinking of that. That was a wild experience. I've, I haven't really had an experience like that before, and um, maybe a, a, on a light side of that, but it was just really unusual. And, um, and what we're talking about is is that we went with the mm-hmm. little son to the... Uh, the little son was with us, right? Yeah, uh, no, not that day. No, it was just... The, I don't think the little son was with us that day. That was we went during the day that time. And there was nobody there at all. There was uh, actually that was before this one. We went back at night. Remember? Oh, okay, okay. With with Ron Jr. Yeah. Right. Anyways, so, the Worthing is a, is a bar in Lowell, and and it, it was uh, frequented by Edgar Allan Poe among other notables. And uh, we we were there, and we went upstairs, and Maureen was there, who was our Transmedium, and she, in fact, she had just had her hip replacement because I remember she was still on crutches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is interesting. 
Yeah, we're trying and, to get around the attic that way. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you carry on from there? Oh, yeah. So the um, so in the second floor of the, the Worthen is now sort of a nightclub type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then if you go upstairs, um, it's a lot of storage and stuff, and it's, um, it's sort of a two-level almost attic. It's kind of an odd space. I think they said it's, it used to be a rooming house, so people used to actually live up there, which is hard right. to believe. Um, it's so cramped and, and tiny up there. It was quite amazing. But um, we were up on the top, top of the attic, and and uh, Maureen was, was dowsing, and she was getting information, and I was getting the same information, but I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. But she was picking up on particular um, spirits that were in the place. And, and yeah, but actually oh. it was a couple, wasn't there? Uh, there was a couple. It was a child and a, a man and a woman, I think, if I remember right. right. I can't remember. But um, I remember getting that information, and she got it, too, and it was validated. I'm like, oh, great. So I just I didn't say anything because I, did, I just wanted to see what else we could get. <laughs> and then we came – I think there was no electricity in the attic either, as far as I know. There was, no, there wasn't. We had flashlights and everything. There wasn't any lights. Um, so there was no electricity. So we you know, were all carrying EMF meters, and we came down to the bottom of the stairs, which we had already gone through, and there wasn't any readings there when we came through the first time. But we came down to the bottom of the stairs, um, the EMF meters started going off, and um, gosh, what happened? I forget exactly the the way the things went. You you were at, Maureen had made contact with a little girl or something like that. No, the girl, yeah. right? The, oh no, we were, actually that's what it was. There was there was a, a noise in behind us, and I yes. went in to investigate it. Yes. Yeah. And then that's I right. I felt like I had I had my camera with me, and I felt like I needed to go in another room. Mm-hmm to take pictures. I don't know why, but I just walked straight there. Right. And she, I didn't know, but she was starting to, to link up with somebody out in the hallway, and I was yeah. in the room getting ready to take pictures, and I literally felt someone, it felt like someone walked through me. Oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. when I rushed up the stairs. Yeah, it all happened all at once. Yeah, yeah it was really I rushed weird up the because, stairs. At, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I felt like someone was, 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 standing behind me. I really felt like someone was standing behind me, and I just sat there, and I just kind of, okay, who's this? The next yep. thing you know, you ran up the stairs, <laughs> and I felt this person go, whoosh. <laughs> right through you. And I heard, where is he going? I'm like, wow, what was that? <laughs> uh. It kind of took me by surprise, but you thought you saw someone at the top of the stairs. Right, right? that's why I rushed so up here. Yeah, and I felt like someone ran after you, like, where is he going? And yeah. uh, it, it, was, um, it was really cool. And then... And then Maureen was channeling at that time, and I, I walked into the hallway, and she looked at me with someone else's eyes and said, yeah. sorry about that, miss. <laughs> it was just really weird. But, um, yeah, it's never a dull moment with the Ghost Project. But it was, it was, so, it was so cool. I mean, but I'd never had that experience before, and it was uh, not, not, some, something similar, but nothing just like that. Yeah, that was... Uh, it's an interesting place. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we never made contact with Edgar Allan Poe. In fact, we went there for his birthday. And in fact, if you go on iTunes and uh, the Ghost Chronicle podcast, you can uh, hear our investigation there. And um, yeah, we tried to make contact with Poe on his birthday, and it quite didn't work out that way. <laughs> <laughs> but which is interesting because uh, I mentioned uh, WCCM. Uh, when we had our radio show there, we on Poe's birthday we did the same thing. We we had a birthday cake for him. I brought a half uh, bottle of cognac and uh, 
some three roses, and we try to make contact with uh, Poe during uh, the radio show, which was kind of interesting. But, yeah, we had a lot of weird stuff happen. The, the temperature dropped really, really cold in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was definitely a problem with the the uh, electrics in there. It was, like, really weird. And there was another spirit there. It wasn't, once again, it wasn't Poe, but it was someone else. Mm-hmm. But, but it was that same thing we were talking about before. We were attempting to communicate, so someone else popped in. Mm. Yep. Yeah, they see an open door and they come in. <laughs> yeah. So so where do you see you in uh, the spiritual field in the future? I have no idea. <laughs> so you're just going along for the ride? I don't know. I just when I think I know where I'm going, it all changes. So I, I have no idea where, I'm, uh-huh. where this is all heading. And I hear so many people say exactly the same thing. Where is this all heading? <laughs> Right. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the thing. We, you really don't know, and you don't know. I think it's almost like a, a calling for a lot of people where they, uh, you know, for instance, even, even myself in, in the Ghost Project thing, it's like, you know, I was never really interested all that much in ghosts and stuff, but here I am, you know, doing it for so many years and everything else. But mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like that thing. You, you're kind of directed to it by the by whatever, the universe, comma, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's the way it is. And, and, and that happens in, a li- in life as well, not only in the spiritual world, but uh, mm-hmm. how many people start off in college and get their degree in one profession and end up somewhere else? Right. So how do they, how do they get to that, that point in their lives? You know, it's it's some kind of a, uh, you know, cosmic plan, perhaps. I don't know. I think don't really so. Know. I, I think you know, there's you know, a lot of things that happen in people's lives, and people call it coincidence, but it's synchronicity, and doors open for people that they never thought they'd walk through, and and they end up exactly where they're supposed to be. So that's what I think. Yeah, and, and you know, it's 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 all about you, you know, you look at so many things. In life, in, in certain you know tragedies hurts and people in the handle in different ways, and uh, they had the guy on the on the news who uh, whose daughter was killed in Peru. I'm sorry, I just heard the last three words. Oh, you did? <laughs> I'm dying again. God, <laughs> the, the spirits are cutting in again. <laughs> There's so many interesting things in, in the world where we're not only in the spiritual world but in in real life where people handle tragically tragedies so differently um the guy there whose daughter was killed in peru uh you know by the same guy that supposedly killed natalie uh holloway yeah Yeah, holloway right Mm -hmm. they had the father on and um his attitude was like uh you know at least my my daughter didn't die for uh nothing uh you know he got this monster out of the Wow. Society, you know, I mean, in order to have for him to say that's that's uh, that's um, you know amazing that that he could even look at it that way. Absolutely, that that's pretty amazing to lose his daughter so soon and to be able to see the big picture that way. Right, that's that's pretty amazing. Right, I mean, because if if you believe that he killed Nell, he got away with it once, and if he, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so he's saying that you know he he was caught, and then you know this is this is where it stopped. So mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's. An interesting outlook in life, if anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't know but, if I, and, just, and, I could have the same reaction if something happened to one of my kids, but I, I, I know. Who knows? <laughs> and, 
And then again, maybe, you know, she lost her life for, for a reason, which is, is, you know, stop this guy from, from doing it, becoming a, uh, you know, a, a mass murderer, a serial killer. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's very possible once you kill, I guess it's, it's, uh, like everything else, it's, it becomes uh, somewhat addictive. Yeah. You feel, and, and you feel more invincible to it if you get away with it. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if you, you know, I know you don't believe in the reincarnation stuff and <laughs> things like that, but a lot of people believe that we all make agreements before we come on the earth, you know, it's, you know, and in some form or another, they, he, she probably made an agreement with him saying, I'm going to, you know, this is what's going to happen. And, you know, that's, you know, it, that's like the big picture, <laughs> but it's hard to believe that. But, um, I think I think yeah, I'm not, we, not quite on that reincarnation thing. I know you're not, but <laughs> I think at some level we do that. I think we we make agreements to balance out karma between each other and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't know. I, I was on when that show, that Native Wisdom show, and that was one of the things we talked about reincarnation and mm-hmm. how I think it's more uh, tapping into the the uh, greater consciousness or the well, there's another word for it, too, karmic pool or something like that or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I do believe in that more than reincarnation. Somehow, somehow reincarnation just doesn't add up for me. I may change. You never know because I'm, yeah. uh, I always keep listening. I keep exploring it. But mm-hmm. That's David, Wells couldn't it. T- <laughs> David Wells couldn't turn me, so I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so this uh, course you're teaching, we're going to go back to that because I find that fascinating. Do you have, I mean, what type of kids are signed up for it? I mean, are their parents signing their kids up, or do the kids want to sign up themselves? I mean, that's that's the kind of. I mean, I know you you haven't started it yet, but I mean, you Elizabeth has done some in the past. How does? I mean, that's what I'm trying to. I mean, is is it the parents that want to say, you know, you've got to go to this course, or is it the kids saying, you know, I would like to learn more? Mm-hmm. Probably a little bit of both. I mean, when when I um, first let my kids. To take the class with Elizabeth, they were kind of like, eh, maybe. But once they went in, they, they absolutely loved it, loved it, and they wanted to go back again. So, um, yeah, I, and some kids are really interested in it. There's a lot of really um, intuitive kids out there who don't have any options. I mean, there's math camp and Boy Scout camp and all these different types of camps out there, but how many psychic intuitive camps you know, are there out there for kids, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So what type of exercises and, and development tools are you going to be using in this, this camp? Uh, well, we're going to be teaching them about the chakras and um, how to sense energy. Um, we're working with exercises on that. And also we'll be talking about angels and guides and how to um, listen to your intuition and um, all different types of um, intuitive games. And um, at the end, we're going to be teaching them to do a little bit of um, like angel card, oracle card readings too for themselves. Mm-hmm. So things like that. Huh. So it's yeah, it's five weeks long. We're going to do a different topic every week. And and they can definitely go in for one week or two weeks or. Oh, absolutely! All. Yeah, each each week we'll have a different theme. Like one week, we're, the third week we're going to be doing meditation, um, the importance of of you know stillness for a short amount of time to tune into your own intuition and and um, how to uh, how to do that and incorporate that into your lives. And um, 
also be doing some shamanic type things where people can, um, the kids are going to learn how uh, to tune into nature and how to pay attention to the animals and what they mean and things like that. And, you know, we're, we're going to run the animals. Wait, 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 wait. What animals mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you, you mean, know? what they mean? <laughs> well, it's, it is, you know, there's a belief that when you see certain animals and they keep coming up in your life that they have a message for you. Really? Yeah. So we're going to learn on that. Like, we might even learn their power animals, things like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've actually, uh, as once again, I, I'd like to explore all avenues. I, I went on a, uh, a vision course where I saw my totem animal, which was a bear, by the way. And um, also, I know that uh, Elizabeth, when I first met her, uh, God bless us. <laughs> um, she said I was a reincarnated, no, incarnated. Uh, Elemental with dragonfly wings, and ever since she told me that, I have always seen dragonflies. <laughs> I don't know if I've always seen them; they've always been there, and I just happen to notice them. But it mm-hmm. seems that 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 theme rolls across uh, very often. I, if you know, they stand out. Uh, I see dragonflies. Hmm. What cool. does it mean, Lara? What does it mean? I don't know. What do you think it means? Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, all it matters is what you think. It means I need a vacation. That's what it means. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you had one? <laughs> uh, n- not very recently. You have to count Gettysburg as your vacation. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no. Not after the trip home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, that's interesting too because uh, you were uh, Gail in the chat room there asked about if you saw a ghost, but yeah. in uh, in uh, Gettysburg, you actually heard a ghost. I, yeah, that was that was that was right off the bat. Yeah, we were there less than an hour. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty wild. And and you went in the room and you actually. Oh yeah, I went. We went up. Um, I was sharing a room with with Maureen, and she wasn't she wasn't there yet. But um, I had gone up to change because we had traveled all, like eight or nine hours or something to get there. Yeah, so you. I went up to. <laughs> That was a story in itself. So anyway, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I went up to change, um, to change my shirt. As so I walked in, and I remember thinking in my head, "I'm just coming up to change my shirt for dinner." And I closed. I was, I was just getting reach the, you know, getting ready to close the door, and I went out to reach for it. And as I'm saying th- 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 that in my head, I hear a man in front of me say, "Sorry." I'm like, and he's like, he was leaving the room, like, excuse me, I'm just going to get out of the room while you change, <laughs> that type of thing. And it was right in front of me, right in front of me. And um, there was nobody else upstairs. Um, and I had people come upstairs and stand in the other rooms adjacent to my room yep. and, and talk, because you went in your room and you, you yep. spoke just to see if it came through the wall and it sounded like it was in the room and it didn't. You could tell it was on the other side of the wall. Um, so that was pretty wild. So that set off the, the, um, our trip pretty well. And then... The um, I didn't think I heard anything else. Except we were in the uh, the train where all the trains were kept. Oh yeah. Yeah, I heard that something something pounded the uh, wall next, not the wall next to me, but something banged on the train next to me. Um, that was really wild. You know, th- you know that we talked a little bit about this in the last show. I think uh, mm-hmm. no, it was one of the radio interviews. I'm getting they're all blurring mm-hmm. in now, uh, but. That was very loud. You heard that, right? That was unbelievably loud, and it was. And it, my first thought was that the machines were cooling down because they had been out that day, 
Um, but there was, we were there for an hour or two before that happened, and there, I didn't hear any ticking. It was dead silent in there. You remember that, right? It was silent. <laughs> I was, I was doing an interview with the the uh, manager yeah. of the yard, yeah, and. Right in the middle of the interview, I heard that so loud that, was, I, that I ran over myself. Yeah, yeah, it was right next to me. I was—I remember um, uh, Maureen and, and two other people were on the other side of the building, sort of kitty corner to where you were, you were doing the interview. And it was, the, the air was so heavy, and it was silent. And I would have heard, like, the engines ticking or something. I don't even think this was in the engine part anyways. This was in a different part. Um, but I was down with them. And then I felt the need to walk toward, this is very similar to like the Worthen, when I felt the need to walk and take mm-hmm. pictures. So I walked up between the, the, the trains, and um, I just felt like something was building up, and I all of a sudden, right next to me, was bam! <laughs> and I went running down towards, towards Maureen and um, the girls, and I said, you heard that, right? You heard that. <laughs> and I think I called you over, too, and you were already, you were already over on your way there, and people outside had heard it, too. So that was wild. You know, the most interesting thing of that whole thing is, uh-huh. as I mentioned, I was taping an interview at that time, and you can see the reaction of all the people <laughs> and, and, and running off and going there, I, me going over there, what was that? And I actually say that on it and, and all this stuff. But the sound, even though it was so deafening while we were yeah. there, was yeah. never picked up by the recorder. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I am absolutely positive because I went... I know. It was huge. The it sound was a was big deafening. sound. You couldn't, I mean, it scared the crap out of me. I jumped and I went, okay, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. And that like you said, great. people came in from the outside. Yeah. Yet, not what, the recorder did not call, uh, record it at all. That's amazing. That just amazes me. Yeah. I don't know. That, that was, uh, Gettysburg is awesome. I, w- I really want to go back. Yeah, we'll, yeah. No, probably will. The, um, <laughs> The, uh, you know, I was doing the show, the, the uh, Fearless Ghost Hunter, I think it was the name of it. it was on my, I think it was on Bog Talks, by the way. Uh-huh. But um, we were talking about that because he was in a place where he actually heard a noise like that, and everybody else in the group heard the noise, audibly heard it, right? Yet none of the recorders they had picked it up. Wow. So what was it? That's the question. I mean, it definitely... It, I. It was loud enough. I think I could feel the vibration off of it. I don't think it was something that we all made up in our heads or anything like that. No, I, you what's know, up with it, that? I mean, exactly. It was so many independent witnesses, yet it didn't get recorded. Is that sound? Now, where is that sound? It's like you know, if a tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound? Yeah. It, it, <laughs> what if it makes a sound and you can't hear it? I mean, that's. It, where did that sound come from? Did it come from another realm and we could hear it with a part of our brains that that recorders can't hear? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It was, it's it it's was a crazy. huge mystery. It, it's very much like that's what happened to that same guy. But anyways, uh looks like uh, the show is finished. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show. As usual, I love talking with you. We had some interesting experiences together and I like to see how you are growing and developing. And once again, if they want to sign up for your uh, Psychic Development for Children boot camp, it, they can go to? Uh, DivineHealing.us. Okay. Thank you, Laura. And Thank if you, you. want to, I have a, a, a paranormal study group on the 15th at Circles of Wisdom. And also Dining with the Dead on the 21st at the 
thing. You can go to our site, indiegosproject.com. Good night and God bless everyone. From goalies to ghosties. Long-legged beasties. Boom, 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 boom.